0: Omnibus blowout, the nation's debt, uh, Pelosi's parting gift of Trump's tax returns, the January 6th committee wrap up, TikTok banned on government devices, communism in America. What are the top three stories of 2022, friends? What are they? And what's the biggest mistake of 2022 that will come back to haunt America? Well, the first broadcast of 2023 is full of wisdom with Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer political analyst and historian Trevor Loudon, attorney Tom Rents and Dr. Henry Ely. Viewpoint this Sunday, 2023 is next.
1: the bias, the lies, and deceit, and bring forth real talk from real
0: people about real news, providing the out loud truth and capturing the essence of a new generation, all in a fast-paced hour. This is Viewpoint This Sunday. Welcome to the Weekend News Magazine. Viewpoint this Sunday, it is Malcolm Out Loud here and a happy 2023 to all my fellow Americans and to all of our amazing friends around the globe, welcome into a whole new year, whole new year. I always say we always, you know, we get the opportunity, we're blessed to be able to get it right. huh? That's a tall order, isn't it, today, friends, to be sure. There's a lot to talk about, a lot happening. We have a huge program today. Excited to be with you. A lot of developments, I'll tell you a little bit later in the program as well, going on at America Out Loud. Some really, truly exciting stuff. Uh, breaking new ground, and uh, it's uh, it, it could not be more timely, friends. Could not be more timely here. Let's start right up top of the program here with a terrific guy, a dear friend of the program here, Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer joins us. Nobody better to bring in the new year than uh, than Tony Schaefer. He is uh, the president of the London Center for Policy Research, a CIA trained intelligence operations officer. Uh, He's been at it quite a few years. Actually, Tony, I don't want to give anything away too much, but uh, welcome to the program and welcome to 2023 Tony Schaefer.
2: Hey, Malcolm, always great to join you. Thanks for having me. And it's a great way to start off the new year.
0: Yeah, it is indeed. Yeah. All right. So let's let's do this. Let's let's jump up a little bit here. I've got a few things. You know, we'll get into the omnibus bill and we'll get into a couple of other very uh, important news stories. But I'd like to start initially, if you would. Uh, and get uh, really a, a gut perspective from you. Uh, looking back at 2022 now, Tony, before we collect our thoughts and move forward into the new year, what are the top three stories that resonate with you, the the, the most important ones coming out of this year?
2: Well, I think uh, just off the top of my head, the first has to be the now proven uh, government interference and collusion using social media as a third party to to remove information that the government disagrees with and insert instead uh, propaganda approved by the government. That's, I think, uh, critical. It's Orwellian. And I'm just surprised, Malcolm, that more people weren't weren't shouting about that last year. I still don't get how people somehow believe that the government uh, telling you what to think is a good idea. It's, well, now, that's
0: a big one, what you say there. But now your follow-up to that is important. So why aren't more people uh, outraged or engaged or, I mean, just people asleep at the wheel?
2: Well, I think, I think, yeah, I think that's what well, they've been propagandized, Malcolm. They've been uh, kind of, you know, mm-hmm. basically uh, beaten down. And those on the left have become emboldened by this. They basically were winning, you know, that Trump... Uh, kind of upset their cart of apples and he became the enemy. Now, uh, Musk is the enemy because he's, you know, kind of calling them out. So that's the issue. So anyway, but but that's one story I think has been way uh, underreported. Secondly, I think is um, just the economy. Uh, And I'm going to relate that to another story here in a second. But the economy being what it is, Uh, has been created, the conditions that we're seeing were created by the policies of the Biden administration. And it all kind of goes down to to one word, energy, Uh, because they made such horrific choices initially to shut down the Keystone pipeline, to start trying to shutter other things, to basically make life miserable. And they always talk about all these leases that are approved. But yeah, you go to open a lease and then they put you into into paperwork hell. You never can get it done because they, can, they, they will inflict on you all these regulations and requirements.
0: So, and this is all by design, I take it's it. It's all right? by
2: design, yeah. yeah. So they, right. they can say, oh yeah, we've got all these leases, <laughs> but they don't tell you, we, we 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 really don't approve the leases for exploitation. They, they, they don't tell you that. So I think that's another area where, again, the American public are kind of asleep at the wheel. I, I don't understand how people don't get the fact that Biden did this. And, and I think that's the, the issue that people, you know, didn't need to be paying that. And that leads me to my last big story, which is the midterms. Um, mm-hmm. I think the midterms were disappointing uh, because I, I, I believed and others believed that a lot more people are going to wake up because of the horrible policies of this administration. I mean, uh, the Senate should have been an easy pickup, you know, pickup for the Republican party based on, on what happened, but, uh, I do believe, uh, it was, uh, enriched by the left. I, I don't believe, um, Pennsylvania had an honest vote. I don't believe Arizona had an honest vote. And until the Republicans figure out that, uh, how to, to either stop the cheating or use the same techniques back at the left, you're going to lose these major elections. So, yeah. you know, those, those two States should have been clearly in the GOP
0: win column.
2: Uh, they weren't and okay. so i do believe that those are the three stories that i kind well, of believe in.
0: that's a big top three uh, that is really good and i like the way you put out there and you say that uh, an honest election that's it that's an issue I, I really like that in other words yeah uh, you reverse the psychology on that, and it's probably a better way to put it than to continue to talk about election fraud, which those words are lost on so many people. Right. But what you're actually asking for—it's a good way to put it, Tony—is an honest election. That—that's right. not a bad wish. Yeah, that's not a bad wish at all. Um, let me let me ask you this now. All sure. of that said, put that aside now. So, really looking at the whole year that just passed, what what do you think? Okay, we we talk about national security, we talk, which encompasses many things, encompasses not only wealth and security, uh, the economy, all of that stuff falls under that. What's the biggest mistake of 2022 that will come back to haunt Americans?
2: The continued degradation of national security by the series of policies being put forth by the Biden administration. Uh, The southwest border, let's start there. That's it. That's open. Uh, you have uh, all sorts of mafias, s- uh, s- child sex trafficking mafias, yeah. uh, just human trafficking mafias, drug mafias. It's like you have all the worst things in the world coming to the border to include terrorists. So I don't think we'll fully understand for years right. how much damage was done at the southwest border. And of course, they've left the border open for the delivery of a weapon of mass destruction by from China called fentanyl.
0: Let's put all that aside now for 2022, and let's move forward into the new year. And I'm going to ask you a question. I'm not sure how you'd answer this, but I, I think it's a fascinating question, uh, and and it is in regards to the 118th Congress, which will be seated here in in, in uh, just a couple of days. Here, what 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 do you think, looking forward, could potentially be the biggest accomplishment of the 118th Congress moving into 2023? What do you think that could be?
2: Well, I think it's going to have to be stopping the Biden uh, policies. I mean, mm-hmm. one of the areas which they have spent an enormous amounts of money, uh, which is simply trying to enrich their friends and family on the left, is the the climate issues. I mean, this, this whole rush to push towards... Uh, and think about this for a second. They're trying to get everybody on electric cars. They want to have... Uh, Uh, something like 20% of all vehicles on the road by uh, 2030 to be electric vehicles. When you consider the fact that they're going to essentially strip mine the world to equip the world with uh, EVs to save the world is completely insane. So Mm -hmm. this is clearly something that uh, the Congress has to put a stop to. And just for your audience to understand, I have a degree in environmental studies, and we are now moving into a net cooling period. Malcolm yeah. uh, 11,000 years ago we had a uh, yeah. something called an ice age where whole glaciers moved down across the North American continent remnants of that you can see in New York City today yeah. well we're we're at the we're now heading back to that period about 10,000 years from now you're going to see those same glaciers moving back down yeah. and no amount of lining from the left is going to stop these global trends it's called geologic time and I'm sorry to tell the left, there's nothing they can do. As a matter of fact, maybe global warming would be something good because it'll slow down the uh, the, the the net cooling by maybe a year, maybe. But the whole thing that they're doing right now is simply trying to enrich the left and put uh, Americans onto electric cars, which then are basically, once you control the, the, co- the, the, the car, you control a person because you can control the electricity. You can basically make sure that person uh, is controlled. And if they do something that you don't like, oh, well, I guess you can't use your car. And that would be devastating to the American people. And that's what they're trying to do basically is, is get Americans in a position where they are under control by the government in some form, so
0: yeah, you're exactly right with what you say there, and it's a it's a big educational point. The fact that the left was calling it at one point global warming, and then <laughs> they started to change that to climate change specifically, right. knowing that the global warming couldn't right. work because we are truly headed to another life stage. there's no right. doubt about it. Right. Here, and we have scientists all over our platform who uh, are in the know on this particular topic. Something I know a little bit about as well. I, I think what you what we might predict here, Tony which is kind of uh, sick or humorously sick, is that potentially their new buzzword in the next year or so will probably be global coolin'. If that'll be <laughs> <laughs> correct.
2: <laughs> well, they tried it in the 70s. You know, they had Leonard Nimoy uh, out there touting the upcoming freeze in the 80s, which, you know, I lived through the 80s. The 80s was just fine. As a matter of fact, I love the 80s. But yes, yeah. I'm sure they're going to try to do something to scare people into believing somehow uh, their little contribution – to uh, whatever their their issue is of that day will somehow save their lives it's, it's completely inappropriate dangerous and the idea that they use uh fear as a tool of their yes. political perspective is, is just horrific. It, it, it's a
0: get rich pyramid scheme is right. what it is. That's all right. it is, uh, bar none. And, and by the way, when you mentioned the 80s, what hit my brain at that moment was like a Donna Summer pop, pop <laughs> song. I don't know why, Tony, but it's like, uh, yeah, the 80s, where do they go, right? Where did they yeah. go, man? Let me ask, you, I want to get a, a, a quick uh, thought from you for listeners about uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi's uh, parting gift, uh, which was Donald Trump's uh, tax returns. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so wh- what do you think of that? Uh,
2: nothing burger. I mean, the guy followed the law, he benefited. Duh. I mean right. to me, this is the biggest indicator of what a bunch of petulant children the pro- the progressive left is. It's like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna get his tax returns to put him. Out. I was like, okay, whatever. I mean, it, it really is like they, they're like children. Uh, and there's like, there's nothing there. And I, I appreciate the fact Trump fought uh, rightly to say, no, it's none of your business. But once it got out, it's like, okay, you, you see my business now. So what? And I think that's the biggest takeaway. It's like these people are like uh, just destructive children yeah. who uh, are running around with. A, a container of gasoline and fire and, and, and matches, and they will light up and burn anything they can get their hands on. Weird. And it's the it, same that we've seen a political party devolve into this level of, of petulance. But that's what this was. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, all it was.
0: It's vindictiveness, is it's all it vindictiveness. Is, yeah. at the core of it. And uh, I mean, There's no class and style anywhere. It's really really mud-throwing all the way across the aisle there, for sure. But uh, I don't know what really... It's just a point of trying to embarrass somebody uh, the best that they think they can somehow. I don't really know. Anyway, let's move on from that. I want to talk to you about this omnibus bill now, which is how... All right. so the house voted this in uh, 225 to 201 of course the senate was 68 to 29 none of this could have happened without the uh, massive uh, republican support right uh, they jumped on it uh, Jason uh, Jebbs there the former republican member of congress says that uh, i am just fundamentally not understanding why the senate decided to take it up they didn't have to right. uh, a bunch of load of dollars for a steroid induced hamster fight club uh, yeah. to study to see if kids love their parents. Pets and a study of the romantic patterns of parrots and coffee machines for the Pentagon. 1.2 million for the LGBTQIA plus pride centers. Another 1.2 million for support services for the uh, DACA recipients. 477 smackaroos uh, for the Equity Institute in Rhode Island, Rhode Island to endow teachers with anti racism virtual labs. Uh, the the list is endless. There's 3.6 million for a Michelle Obama trail in Georgia. You're speaking about Michelle Obama, yeah, there you there, right? Yeah, there There's two million for the Great Blacks and Wax Museum in Baltimore. Seven hundred fifty thousand for the LGBTQ and Gender nonconforming House in Albany, New York. Another eight hundred fifty-six thousand for another LGBTQ center in New York. Seven hundred fifty thousand for the Trans Latin Coalition. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Tony, we have a debt of about 32 trillion and rising at the moment. Is there any limit to their spending, and how much more debt will they accept? And what do you think about the zombie bus bill?
2: So it's it's exactly what it looks like. It's it's uh, it's theft. It's all it is. They're raiding the treasury to benefit political causes and issues, which uh, are all of a party. And by the way the reason Mitch McConnell supported this is because you have the rhinos who benefit from this. That's why McConnell and all these other guys are happy to play second fiddle because they still get something. Mm -hmm. That's why it's been so dangerous to have these milquetoast Republicans who really don't live by principle. They live by the the same issues as the left. They kind of go with the flow. And that's what happened here. And it's tragic. Uh, And a little note for the audience to understand the link between appropriations of funds, that is our taxes, and government spending has long been broken. Yeah. So, in essence, uh, the taxation you and I experience is simply harassment because, duh, they're printing money. They print all this money. Well, you think uh, I don't know if you've been following the Sam Bankman-Fried thing, this FTX oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The government's the government printing its own money and enriching uh, those who are politically. Uh, inclined to benefit from it is enormous. And so $1.7 trillion buys you a lot of waste. And you just went through a couple of things. The other thing I think is a waste is this overwhelming and continued uh, funding of Ukraine. Uh, right. I, I look, we don't have accountability for that. We don't know where everything's going. Uh, I, I'm one of those, uh, like my friend Doug McGregor and others, mm-hmm. that, you know, we need to be pushing for peace. It's time to end this before it gets out of hand and more people die.
0: Yeah, yeah they and, actually went up from 37 billion to 45 billion in right. that bill for Ukraine, Tony, by the way. You know,
2: and, and so yeah, so I and others have been saying very few, it's yeah. like, look, it's time to get get done with this. So instead of actually giving funding putting fuel on the fire, we should be saying, okay, it's time to start trying to get people to the negotiating table to end this before yeah. more innocent people. Well, which anyway. brings
0: me to a big question that uh, sure. simply said, um, historically, we are in uncharted territory right now in regards to the national debt, the printing of money, you mentioned the FTX, but all of these things that are happening at, at a big national federal level, Historically we have never been here before no nation has ever survived this sort of thing this tsunami of debt can our nation sur- can our nation survive this level of national debt
2: No I don't think so I think it's in- in- inevitably it's going to collapse on itself I mean think about the perspective of the world we have two competing powers who would like to remove our fiat currency status uh, both Russia and China have basically set out to start dis- dismantling our monopoly mm-hmm. on using the dollar as a fiat currency. Yeah. So, the moment one of them is successful, and this is a policy objective of both countries, this is something that we should talk about sometime soon because, uh, you know, Putin is going to be meeting with Z to talk about how they can cooperate more closely. Well,
0: this is one of those areas. Um, a sense of 2023 and uh, the American people. Um, any words of wisdom here, brother?
2: So well, you think for yourself. I, I, look, I've been doing a lot on the Twitter files lately. We should probably talk more about that at some point. Yeah. Uh, what's coming out uh, regarding the the issues, mm-hmm. COVID, uh, the issues of what the government tells you. Just think for yourself. Go to multiple sources, yeah. find sources you trust, and 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 go to them and yeah. listen. And be prepared because I don't think we're out of the woods regarding the yeah. economy. I think yeah. there's it, it, a good chance it's going to implode in the coming years. So just be prepared for, uh, pre- prepare for the worst, hope for the best. But
0: All right. Well, listen, we'll stay close by. There's a lot more I want to talk to you about, but um, always appreciate you. And thank you for kicking us off here, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer. Thank you, Tony.
2: Oh, Malcolm, thank you for having me. Great to be on. It. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So now let me tell folks now up next here, uh, someone I haven't spoken to before, but uh, really excited to have him on here just in the next uh, segment here, friends. And that is a political analyst and historian uh, Trevor Loudon joins us and uh, be interesting to get his perspective uh, globally on things uh and uh, what he sees uh just ahead here let's continue on forward here and and just you know put our thinking caps on for a great 2023 stay right there now more viewpoint in just a moment the america out loud talk radio app is on android or apple it's the perfect way to listen in to the new generation of talk shows and hosts who are ready to inform and inspire
3: and receive
1: a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything.
3: You wouldn't go a day without
2: brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe. Air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural, drug free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X L E A R.com.
0: Big, exciting year ahead here, January 1st, 2023, and counting here. Now, Dive into some big stuff here and let me bring on, for the first time on the program, excited to talk to him here, uh, Trevor Loudon joins us. Uh, Trevor is an author, speaker, political analyst. Uh, he's a bit of a historian, I, I would think, and uh, uh, but he is also uh, speaks a lot about communism, socialism, that sort of thing, some very interesting books out there. Also a, a, a film and he's a host of Counterpunch on the Epoch Times, uh, very fascinating here. Uh, Trevor Loudon, welcome to Viewpoint this Sunday. It is a privilege to have you here, sir.
4: Well, Thank you very much, and Happy New Year to you and all the listeners. Yeah, it is.
0: uh, You know, I always love this time of year, Trevor, because we get to do it all over again, you know. Uh, And and I always ask myself, can we get it right this time? Uh, At least I'm optimistic, right? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's good to be. Yeah. Yeah. Let me let me ask you now. Uh, we, we've just covered with uh, Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, um, a lot of the political of the omnibus, the spend and the debt. And I sort of want to remind listeners of something that, you know, we had this thing that was called the Inflation Reduction Act. It's always how funny how they name things or not, because it's always kind of a, a, you know, a bait and switch kind of thing or a switch and bait or a uh, upside down apple pineapple cake, whatever you want to call it here. Uh, but uh, that was passed in 2022. And so what happens is starting today here, six and a half billion of natural gas tax will increase household energy bills, 12 billion crude oil tax will increase household costs. 1.2 billion coal tax will increase household energy bills again, 74 billion stock tax, Will hit uh, everybody's 401ks, IRAs, pension, that sort of thing. 225 billion corporate income tax hike will be passed on to households. Uh, this has kind of been overshadowed now, I think, Trevor, from the uh, the omnibus business and all. But uh, what do you make of? We're now at 32 trillion debt. You've got this now 1.7 uh, just passed, but this Inflation Reduction Act and the trickery happening from Washington D.C.
4: Well, what we're basically seeing is the Green New Deal. You know, the Green New Deal that ocasio Cortez talked about—the massive um, war on on extractive energies, the uh, the soaking of the middle class in tax, the destruction of the middle class, the destruction of the economy, and most importantly, the destruction of the U.S. military budget. This is this is all about. This this comes directly from the Communist Party USA and Democratic Socialists of America. The what we're seeing now is, I'll repeat, is the Green New Deal that is so far out and so radical they had to change their name they had to change its name but pass it anyway. And this is what they've done.
0: Well, remember, now, Bernie Sanders was high on the ticket. Uh, basically, Joe Biden, who sold himself as some sort of a quasi-moderate, how, how boy, that was a lot of trickery. Uh, they, they joined forces with the Unity Task Force and, of course, AOC and the squad and that sort of deal. Uh, Sanders is a big part of that. And you're right, all that Green New Deal, which was totally uh, unsustainable, was all put under the light of day tied into the Biden plan because they felt they needed that to get elected. And now through the trickery and to the demise of Americans, I think you're right. You bring up a good point. A lot of this nonsense we're talking about is exactly that. They got it done by hook or by crook, didn't they, Trevor?
4: Well, they did. And it's basically the Red New Deal. I was <laughs> interested, I was listening to a, um, an interview, a little interview that Elan Omar gave to some European leftists communist actually and she said look the biden administration is giving us everything we want we don't even have to ask this is ilan omar the crazy radical marxist wow. leftist from minnesota yeah. the, the what, what what we're seeing we the, we got to understand we're in a communist revolution right now what we're seeing coming from the democratic party and colluded when collusion with elements of the Republican Party is a Marxist socialist takeover of the economy, um, a revolution that that is intended to bring this country into the same kind of system that's in communist China or or Venezuela. That's that's what's intended.
0: Uh, let me ask you this debt now. That's a 32 trillion and counting quickly. Uh, this is historic now. This is uncharted waters. Uh, we've never seen historically any nation to be able to take this sort of tsunami. In your opinion, is this sustainable at all? No,
4: it's not. And and this is this is where we have got to be really careful here, because right now we could we we don't care about the debt because we've had zero interest rates and we just keep on ticking the debt over and never paying never paying anything off the principal. Well, interest rates are going up now. And if America loses the world reserve currency, which Russia and China are angling to take it away from us, we'll have interest rates then. we Then we won't be able to spread our inflation all over the world. We'll have to bear it in our own country. We all have interest rates of 10, 15, 20%. So how do you pay a, a multi-trillion dollar debt with interest rates at 10, 10 15%? How do you do it? What happens? How many businesses can sustain that? What happens to the U.S. economy at that
0: point? How far does this economy sink? Do you think? Because I'm talking to some pretty big uh, economic experts that are quite nervous right now over the next 18 months before 2024. How bad will it get, sir?
4: I think it'll get. I think it'll get extremely bad. Uh, look, we need to understand this is the final takedown of America that's being planned. This is being orchestrated by Russia and China. They're using their 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 friendly, their, their co optees like Joe Biden to basically finish off the United States economy, to finish off the United States military, so they will have no opposition left in the world. This is the revolution they've been planning for 100 years. And we're sort of wandering around, looking at the restaurants, which are all still full and 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 living in la la land, this is what is being planned: a complete takedown of the U.S. economy, and, and the end of U.S. national sovereignty, and the U.S. the end of any uh, U.S. military power whatsoever. So, what do you think the world's going to look like after that all transpires if mm. we allow it to happen? Wow,
0: Well, I mean, that is a dire, dire warning that you put out there. Let me uh, let me transition now and talk to you a little bit about this January 6th committee here. As I was referencing earlier in the program, Nancy Pelosi's uh, parting gift uh, was Donald Trump's tax returns. Does anything become of this or is this just another moot point of embarrassment uh, or partisan mud games that they play or is there something more here?
4: I think it gives every left wing journalist, um, you know, they'll be they'll be pouring through those taxes and finding every possible thing they can. But but on the subject of January the 6th, you know, this this is a this is a Marxist show trial, effectively. And you look at look at someone like Benny Thompson, the head of the Homeland Security Committee in the House, who's running this thing benny thompson used to be involved with the republic of new africa which used to kill policemen Mm -hmm. he was involved with the communist workers party the communist party usa and democratic socialists of america he went to cuba in 2000 and did a deal with fidel castro to grant medical scholarships for young Americans to get free medical scholarships in Cuba. Most of these kids were the sons and daughters of American Communist Party members, and now they're all over the country spreading revolution. Benny Thompson should be being investigated by the Homeland Security Committee, not hitting it. So this is a complete communist show trial designed to to denigrate the U.S. conservative movement, destroy the Trump movement in preparation for a complete takeover.
0: Wow. wow. That's a, a great um, educational point about Benny Thompson to remind um, people about here, who, again, is chairman of this thing. It is a, a charade, uh, to be sure. Now, you see this other report, uh, that, uh, Trevor, about uh, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, Virginia Thomas, Ginny Thomas, it goes by. Uh, Her uh, was just released, uh, her uh, transcripts and her text uh, and what have you of her testimony actually was just released. Mm -hmm. She says she was unclear what she meant when she warned that Mark Meadows of a coup. Uh, She said the time after the election was an emotional time for her. In other words, she tried to step back out of that uh, very hot moment after the election kind of thing with all the smoke and guns and everything happening right now. Um, what, do, what do you, you know, again, her point to be called before the committee was part of the let's embarrass Trump sort of thing and pull this all out. Again, a Supreme Court justice wife, nonetheless. Um, what, what's the whole makeup of this? Size that up first. What do you get out of that?
4: Well, this is a twofer for the, for the uh, left because they can embarrass Trump, but they can also embarrass Clarence Thomas, because they want to get Clarice, Tom, Clarence Thomas off the Supreme Court. They want to call his integrity into question, call his um, objectivity, even link him to a, to a so-called insurrection. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know there was no insurrection. In Black Lives Matter, which was a Chinese communist operation, burnt cities all over America mm-hmm. with no with no, no punishment, essentially, And a few people, patriots, get naively led into the Capitol building, and this is the greatest disaster since the Civil War. Um, Purely political, Ginny Thomas is a twofer. By going after her, they embarrass Trump and her husband. So, of course, they're going to go after her. I know Ginny Thomas. She is a fine patriot. Mm -hmm. She's a fine patriot. Interesting. You know, and uh, it's, it's shameful. It is absolutely disgusting and shameful that we give this January, this commission, any credibility Mm. whatsoever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting too, for that, your comment on, I want to get your opinion on this. uh, uh, You, you know, the fact that you study China and the way that you do, and uh, of course, the uh, ideology of communism, but this TikTok business, uh, the reason I bring it up is uh, again, with the passing of the omnibus bill, there was a ban on TikTok, on uh, TikTok, so now they've banned it on all government-issued smartphones and other devices uh, and intelligence workers, that kind of thing. Um, should this TikTok be banned? I mean, I, what do you know about this, uh, it, uh, quick enough here? Uh, you know, And should this be banned, period? Uh, is it that dangerous? Uh, I, think
4: that, I think there's an interesting point here, too. That That ban is a good thing. And I think it was one of the few points that was negotiated in our favour Mm-hmm. In exchange for all the communism, we got a few good things out of the out of the uh, the latest legislation, including an increased military budget. But that'll that'll go soon because the economy will collapse and we won't be able to afford it. TikTok is absolutely a weapon of the Communist Party of China. Every keystroke, everything that is done on TikTok is recorded, so so passwords can be found, profiles of children for future blackmail. It is completely a Chinese weapon. It should be banned in America. Full stop. A period. Not just in government um, things and people say this is against the First Amendment. The First Amendment doesn't protect foreign intelligence operations operating in our country
0: how would you again at 50000 feet how would you describe the new world order to listeners what does it mean to you the
4: new world order is the end of american sovereignty the end of national sovereignty around the world and the subjugation of all people to a worldwide centralized state and we can see it playing out. Now, it's always been the communist dream. It's always been the, the globalist dream, the people who set up the United Nations, etc. And remember, it was a Communist Party member, al Hiss, who wrote the UN Charter. Now we're seeing it being manifested through the World Economic Forum, through the Communist Party of China. And I would say, and people will dispute this, but the Russian government is heavily involved in this as well. Um, and large elements of America, they look what is happening to America only makes sense in the context of a revolution that's designed to destroy the American middle class, destroy American sovereignty, so that can America be, can can be amalgamated into some future new world order. Wow. They they are very blatant when you read the communist publications. They're talking about this incessantly. So yes. The end of Christianity, the end of American sovereignty, the end of freedom, world tyranny writ large. North Korea with American surveillance technology—that's that's their their goal.
0: Is there time to reverse that course?
4: Yeah, I, I think there is. So I think I think it's it's getting very short, mm-hmm. and um, it, it, but look, I be I tour all over the country. There's the, there's. Millions of people have woken up over the last couple of years because of the COVID, because of reading their kids' school textbooks, watching elections stolen, etc. And this is my message face reality. Face reality. Facing reality is an act of courage. Courage comes from faith. Facing reality shows God that you actually believe in his works and the future he has rolled out for you. Get rid of this La La Land stuff. Get rid of this. Somebody's going to come and save us. We're only going to be saved if everybody starts taking action to save their faith, to save their family, to save their
0: country. Amen. Get rid of the wokeism for sure here. All right, so wokeism
4: is Marxism
0: when you talk about communism in the Senate and you I think you call out I uh, well I think I see it right here th- about thir- 30 30 30 I think you're saying uh, currently serving U.S senators exposing their ties to anti-American elements both foreign and domestic what, what's what's the, uh, the 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 footnote of this um uh, communism in, in the United States Senate please and these books
4: well we got to understand old-fashioned communism still alive and there's no background checks in Congress. So the books say Security Risk Senators Part 1 and Part 2 basically show that there are currently 30 serving U.S. Senators who are working with the Chinese, the Iranians, the Cubans, or local communists to trash the Constitution. They're running every major committee in the U.S. Senate. And if you think about it logically, if you were Xi Jinping, the leader of China, and wanted to bring America down, Would you want to risk a multi-billion dollar trade war, which you might lose, or a multi-billion dollar shooting war, a multi-trillion dollar shooting war before you are ready? Or would you rather spend a couple of billion dollars buying up and compromising U.S. senators to do your dirty work for you? Which would you rather do?
0: Mm -hmm. And uh, So privileged you're you're here with us, um, Trevor Loudon. Thank you for joining us here, sir, on Viewpoint this Sunday. Thanks so much. It was a real pleasure. All right. Well, that was quite something, my friends. It's always nice to meet new friends. And, you know, it's it's a mission of life, but also to keep those friends with us as we, we push forward with the mission. Uh, Wow. And and we're going to need Trevor around coming into the year of 2023. Let's be sure. uh, And the fight that is due ahead here. Well, listen, we're going to take a quick pause here. Just a moment here. Coming up, attorney Tom Rents is here. Dr. Henry Ely. Uh, A lot more happening here as we begin a whole new year together of 2023. My fellow Americans stay right there. More viewpoint in just a moment. We are the vision of the voices. You can email us at talk at AmericaOutLoud.com.
3: While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. KofixRx, RX, the original povidone iodine based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection. From colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on americaoutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD
1: for 20% off. Stay protected with Kofix Rx.
0: HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. Uh, welcome back to Viewpoint this Sunday. It is indeed Malcolm out loud here, and happy 2023 again, my fellow Americans, and all of our amazing friends around the globe. Uh, so value you and appreciate you. And uh, listen, this is our audience. This is who we are. It's who we are. We don't make apologies for that, right, friends? We just march forward for uh, for the out loud truth. Man, I'm looking forward to all that uh, we can do in this next year to uh, push back the tsunami and the tide of communism and what has taken place around the globe, to be sure, Uh, the salvation of our own nation here. I want to start this next segment off. It's it's an important segment to me, but I want to start off with the very big news that, and I haven't said this before in the broadcast, but I I have to say it, about uh, Barbara Walters, 93 years old. And I'll tell you what's ironic about this is I, I swear to you, just about maybe about a week ago, week and a half ago, I don't know why. I, I, I swear to God to you, it came into my mind, my soul, and my memory about Barbara Walters, knowing that we had not heard from her in some time, and I had a sense and a feeling that she was close to death. I, I, I Again, I can't explain this to you. And I went around and I told my wife. I asked. I just asked her last night. I said, "Do you remember I said that?" She said, "Yes, just last week." And I, I asked her. I said, I, "I said, you know, we haven't heard from Barbara Walters. What's going on there?" And I knew she was quite senior at that point. And, you know, what happens to people when they stop step step out of the limelight, you know, the spotlight. But what a commitment, no matter what part of the aisle she falls on. That's not what I'm talking about here, but a commitment as a journalist and as a um, as as a person that uh, bought her best a game to the race of life you know what i mean you, you know what i'm saying that's 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 what i'm talking about people and she was of course here at a time that you know ideology was less important where we could talk left and right and up and down and diversity was still a cool american trait anyways i just want to put that out there and god bless barbara walters and her commitment to all of this and this business we call journalism here and uh, want to get that in there and let me bring on now two amazing friends of the broadcast here the program here attorney tom wrench joins us uh tom is a law firm out of ohio ohio and uh he's been involved in a lot of uh, very interesting lawsuits around the country a brand new show i am so excited for the tom wrench show here on america out loud and he is like a kid in a candy shop right tom
3: Oh man, I am having a ton of fun with this, Malcolm. Uh, You know, I'm on a network full of just incredible people. You've given me an incredible opportunity, and I'm just having a ball, annoying (laughs) all the people on the other side.
0: Well, it's great. It's awesome. And (laughs) my dear friend and brother here, Dr. Henry Ely joins us here. And Dr. Ely hardly needs any introduction, but he is a licensed naturopathic doctor, founder of Energetic Health Institute. Uh, He is the host of Energetic Health Radio here, plays on Saturday and Sunday. He's been with me for a time, and I've gotten to know Brother Henry pretty well, and uh, I hold him in the highest esteem. Brother Henry, welcome here, sir.
1: Brother Malcolm, it's always great to be here, as well with Brother Tom Renz. This is exciting in this new year, and thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah, I knew it was going to be just to get you two together would be trouble. It's spelt with a capital T, by the way, Uh, but that's the way I wouldn't have it any other way here. So, all right. So I I want to touch, I just mentioned Barbara Walters to listeners. Now, just we've got to keep it for time. We're going to keep the conversation up around 50,000 feet, but it's cool. We're going to get some things done here. So. Barbara always had a way to finish her um, uh, uh, interview. She always did some amazing interviews and she finished it this way. Finish the question for me, she would say, and she'd pose a question out there. And so I want to ask you both here, just again, just a summary sentence or two, but Tom, let me start with you here. She, so if Barbara was here, she would ask the question, finish the question for me. And she would say, Tom rents is.
3: Oh boy. Uh... <laughs> Uh, praying, praying very hard uh, for at least one one-thousandth of the talent on loan from God that Rush Limbaugh used to possess, so that I can use that to try and help free our country, free our world, free our nation, and and bring that to this network, bring this to this show, and to just elevate the fight to another level. All right. That's good.
0: it's good. All right. Finish the question for me. Henry Ely is? A
1: devoted friend of God.
0: I hear you, brother. I hear you. And by the way, Dr. Henry's Ely shows this weekend on Energetic Health Radio is, wow, it is passionate. I have to tell you, catch that at 3 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, but it is, it is passionate indeed. Uh, one not to miss. Okay, let's start off now, Tom. And I want to ask you, tell us, what are the top three stories coming out of 2022 that we need to be aware of as Americans? What what were they, please?
3: Well, I'm going to tell you that I think I'm going to put at number one, something that I think will surprise people because everybody's going to think it's COVID for me, but no, I'm going to put censorship at number one, hmm. put censorship at number one. I'm going to put the COVID generally, the corruption, the vaccines, the death camps in the hospitals, that whole thing at number two. And then I think the Ukraine would probably be number three maybe tied with January 6th. And the reason that I say tied is because they both stem from the same common core corruption that both COVID and the censorship do. And so I think all three of these, all four of those topics c- all end up tying together.
0: All right. All right. That's that's mm. a that's a hell of a list here. Henry, uh the top three stories for you for 2022.
1: You know, number one, Malcolm, I gotta say, is uh Governor DeSantis uh getting the grand jury. Uh, impaneled and oh, yeah. the Supreme Court doing it, because that has ramifications for the election integrity, ramifications for investigating the pharmaceutical industry and the rampant corruption in our government uh, you know, throughout the nation, because um, other states can do the same kind of thing. And, and now we have a template. So I'm really excited about that. I think for me, number two are the revelations that really uh, Ryan Cole uh, brought forward with blood clots. And now we just saw Kirk Herbstreet today from ESPN um pulmonary embolisms and he can't. but he's kind of look sounds like he's connected the dots that it's from the shots and then lastly malcolm for me it's that the Amer- americans have figured this out americans have figured out um you can see it by the um dr- drop off a cliff uh percentage of people who are getting the boosters and especially the bivalent boos- uh, boosters you can see from when everybody was getting the shots to everybody dropping off to their second shot, to people getting the third shot, to people getting the fourth shot, it drops from like 80 percentile to the um, to the low teens, if you even believe those CDC stats. So Americans have figured out that the shots don't work, and now Americans are figuring out that the shots can kill them. And I think yeah. that's that's the good news of the day.
0: Yeah, that's a narrative that we have been hot, 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 hot on at, a, at America Wild Out. If there's a you're burning, it's surely been in the way you just described that to Henry, you know, uh, to that point, uh, trying to bring people to the awareness that your life is in jeopardy with these boosters. And the more boosters you have, the more spike protein build up, the more dangerous blood clots, the more problems with your, my golly, with everything, with your brain, um, uh, mm-hmm. with everything, the, mm-hmm. the, the, buildup of this in the body, this bioweapon is not designed for the human race to be sure. All right. But let's look at 2023, 2024. What do we got to do? How do we wake people up? What are some of the issues? How do we fix the issues? Uh, Tom, just start throwing some stuff out there. What do we got to do?
3: And in my mind, we're, we're looking at this, this mess. We've got to get some momentum. And we get it. We fight, right? So I'm fighting, and part of my fight is to try and set an example and to get other people to fight and to get them to participate and to know what's going on. So we do that. So we build this up. We build this up. We build this up. And it wasn't just me. It was Dr. Ely. It was you. It was everybody. We're all fighting together. Well, Every, it's a logarithmic thing, right? The snowball starts rolling down the hill and it's really small at the top, but by the bottom, it's an avalanche. I think 2023 is where we start seeing that become an avalanche. And what I think is going to happen is we have so many people waking up that we're now going to get to the to the goal that we had at 2021, which was to get a nation of awake, patriotic activists that are going to stand for freedom, that are going to fight for freedom, and that are going to earn their freedom back.
1: You know, what I've seen is that we've been doing uh, really selfless work, um, hard work uh, that when we were taking on the arrows and people calling us crazy, we've been vindicated. Uh, The Twitter files, I think, have vindicated us. I think. uh, Well, hold uh,
0: on. Talk about those Twitter files. How how big (laughs) of a deal is that, Henry?
1: It's a huge deal because it shows that our government was engaging in Nazi practices of trying to to control the narrative, just fought when it was unpopular to fight. And I'm very proud that we fought when it was unpopular to fight because we held the line long enough for reinforcements to come. And I think that's what uh, Tom is saying. Here's the Joseph Goebbels uh, statement. If you tell a lie big enough and keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it. The lie can be maintained only for such time as the state can shield the people from the political, economic and or military consequences of the lie. It is thus It thus becomes vitally important for the state to use all of its powers to repress dissent for the truth is for the truth is the mortal enemy of the lie. And thus by extension, the truth is the greatest enemy of the state. And this is Joseph Goebbels chief propagandist for the Nazi party. And we're seeing our government and specifically the Biden administration executing this strategy with the help of Twitter, Facebook, And all the major social media platforms that basically censored any kind of conversation, any kind of counter dissent, anything that would that that was truthful. And we have that proof now. So now we have the grand jury piece opened up by uh, Governor uh, Ron DeSantis. We know that to be true. Let's go get them.
0: Uh, Tom, does does that make what what does that make Elon Musk at this point? Uh, Serious question. Does that I mean, I'm I'm just wondering, based on what Henry puts out there, does that make him an enemy of the state?
3: I I don't know. Uh, You know, Elon is doing a lot of things that are clearly not going to be helpful if you're, uh, you're trying to push certain propaganda, but I, you know, I haven't settled on Elon. I don't know what I think about him. You know, he's pushing out a lot of things that are great. And I'm very thrilled about that, but I'm a little gun shy because, you know, we've seen so many times where people have started out and they come out like a ball of fire and it looks like they're doing right. And then later they start pulling back on this mm-hmm. or hiding that, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I think time will tell. And at this point, I think, The good news is that so many patriots have woken up to the fact that people play these games uh, that I think they're going to keep watching. I will support Elon Musk as long as he's supporting truth. But the second I see this guy start doing, you know, acting out of self-interest or covering truth or pushing lies, my support's gone. So so then
0: let me ask Henry, is, is, is Elon Musk a smoke and mirrors game or is he the real thing, Henry?
1: Elon Musk is not to be trusted, period. Mm. Elon, Elon Musk, uh, what we have to do is they their symbology will be their downfall. And Elon Musk on his Twitter picture, he has a uh, symbol of I, I don't know the exact name, but it has an upside down cross of Jesus on it and it's uh, and I believe him when he shows me that symbology. So um, he is tactically to our advantage right now by opening up Mm. the Twitter files and we can take advantage of that tactic. But I believe this is really a war between him and Bill Gates for power. And um, both of them have nefarious intent, ultimately.
0: Let's turn the corner now and transition to this. Henry, what do we have to look forward to here in 2023? What can we get done this year, sir?
1: How How come we have to look forward I feel like we have cracked the code on these uh, on these uh, injuries from the shots. I feel like we know how to undo the genetic modification. I feel like we know wow. how to get them wow. stabilized. We are about to scale up and start getting people really, really healthy and show them the power of natural medicine and the power of them being in the driver's seat of their medical health decisions. And it is going to force an incredible renaissance within um medicine as we see it no longer will we view poisons as medicine and i am overjoyed about this yeah th- that is
0: a perfect answer uh coming from you my friend uh, tom now big pitchy here again what can we do with 2023 what what do americans have to look forward to in this new year sir uh
3: we're going to fight and the fight has reached a a really a pivotal pivotal point At this point, I'm of the belief that we've reached the threshold where enough people are waking up that we'll see 2023 be a major, major shift. Now, here's the question. I love Henry's Uh, comparison to the nazis because that's essentially what these monsters act like they behave like i mean when you start talking about seven million people dead from a disease that they created in a lab uh, a chinese bioweapon lab you know when we knew we were doing the intelligence agencies and dod were involved i've been through all this on my show when you see that they've got a jab out there that's going to end up killing hundreds of millions more the death toll from the COVID genocide is going to be, I I would predict, substantially higher than the total death toll in World War II. Mm -hmm. So I think that people are waking up to that. And as people wake up to that, and as people speak out to that more and more, I think you're going to see the free people of this world start to unite against this tyranny in 2023. And I am going to be standing there at the front of that line, dancing and singing About the fact, I mean, I may post a video of me dancing in my office (laughs) as this happens, because, uh, you know, it was a very lonely fight for guys like us when we started Mm -hmm. fighting this. But as Henry said so eloquently, and God bless you, Henry, you got such a great way with words. We did what was right when it wasn't easy. More belief that we're doing right, that God's got our back. And uh, that we end up defeating these Nazi monster criminals. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. All
0: right. A couple of programming things. You guys stay right there a moment. But let me just tell folks right now. All right. So some important information here. First of all, the Tom Rent show, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern time. And I'll tell you, Tom is doing an amazing job. There's no doubt about it. Listeners love him. I mean, I see the correspondence coming in. I see the communications. Uh, But clearly he's in his sweet spot. Uh, the thing about Tom is he's, he's a truth teller. He's a truth teller. See, you can't go wrong with that on, on talk radio, friends. Authenticity. I've always said that to you. That, that is the recipe here. Uh, smart people know when you're BSing them and when you're being real. And it always showcases that feeling. And that's what Tom brings to the microphone is so, so valued and so important. So again, it's must listen to talk radio, 6 PM Eastern time. Okay. Turn everything else off. Turn Tom on Monday through Friday. And all those shows go to podcasts the day after, so you can hear them on demand as well. Of course, all of our lineup of shows in the network are available that way, as you know already. Uh, So that's that. Now, right after Tom is the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour. And Paul, Dr. Paul, he's pretty juiced right now. He's pretty juiced. And um, he just feels like this is his call and this is his mechanism. Of course, he was in the Trump administration, the HHS. Uh, He worked a lot, but he's also a political animal, talks a lot of stuff as a doc and COVID, but very much a political animal. And, uh, you know, listen, he's going to grab the wheel and he's going to give you the truth. And so Paul is really a godsend in a lot of ways. And what a follow-up to Tom. And that's going to be those two hours of talk radio. Again, that's 7 p.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday. Later this month, mid-month, January 14th and 15th, that weekend, we will be revamping the amazing lineup on the weekends on America our Loud Talk Radio. And this has been a very successful lineup with us when we launched it uh, about a year and three quarters ago, almost two years ago. And it has been incredibly uh, successful. That's where you'll find Energetic Health Radio with uh, Dr. Henry Ely, Dr. Peter McCullough just before him with the McCullough Report, and all the amazing shows. You know them in the lineup, friends. We will now be adding some amazing new shows. You're gonna be blown away with what we'll have in store for the weekends in addition to what we have now. So the complete lineup changing on the 14th and 15th of this month on weekends on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Wow, I mean, tune in for that, I gotta tell you. And let me just tell you, we're working overtime to get ready for all of that. So that's what's going on there. What an extraordinary viewpoint this Sunday and a send off to 2023. Thank you for joining me on the mission here. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.